0: True Crime Broads with
1: Crystal and Renee. Hello, welcome to True Crime Broads. This is Crystal and Renee. And we're so excited. Today is Sunday, which was the last day of CrimeCon in Austin, Texas for 2021. And we actually just got back. We haven't even been gone that long. I mean, I'm sorry, we haven't even been home that long. But we're really tired, and it was super fun, and I would do it all again if we had a chance. Did you have a blast, Renee? I really did. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we figured it would be. There was a lot of good
0: people there, and uh, but we are tired. We did have a lot go on. It was We were bouncing
1: one place to another. <laughs> yes, and then it was fun because Renee and I, our listeners may know this, we never get to see each other. We live about an hour away from each other. We both have ridiculously busy lives, so just hopping in your car And driving an hour, whether you came here or I went there, is almost impossible. So that was a lot of fun for us to finally downshift, block off a weekend where we could go to this thing, and we got to spend time together. We were roommates in our hotel, and it was like a slumber party. It was fun. I laughed a lot. Your daughter, Brittany, (laughs) when you were talking to Brittany on the phone, she goes, it sounds like y'all are having so much fun. And It was just partial, just being relaxed and having fun, and also just being so tired that you'll laugh at anything.
0: So oh, yes, I definitely. was kind of
1: I was having both, and so I was laughing at every single thing. But I really had a good time, and that was a lot of fun having our little slumber parties. So yeah, um, no, I'm glad we got to go. Yeah, so it was super fun. So anyway, so I tell you what, we I was going to say what was the highlight of the trip. There was several. Um, our listeners may already be aware of the rundown of who was at CrimeCon, but we saw some really interesting people speak. And one of them was Dr. Phil McGraw. One was Chris Hansen. And one, uh, I tell you what was really fun was watching that live podcast taping with Nancy Grace, the crime, everyone, out there has probably heard of nancy's podcast called crime online it's available on xm satellite radio i listen to it on triumph which is channel 111 and i also you can catch it on her pod on most podcasting platforms it's just called nancy gray's crime online if you want to look that up and her panel had two of our favorite true crime brides um guests on it cyril mccollum and joseph scott morgan
0: Yes, that was a lot of fun to see all of them interact with each other and talk back and forth. And, and there was a lot of different um, perspectives on uh, the case that they were t- talking about. Um, they were talking about
1: the, um, was it the Tammy Daybell case? Is that it? Or what's that girl's yeah. name?
0: You
1: yeah. know what? I am not super familiar with that case. I really need to up <laughs> it. But Nancy refers to that as cult mom.
0: Cult mom. Yes. It's the, it's the mother that said her kids were missing and then she ended up, her, I guess she had killed them and it was, it's really a horrific story. But anyway, that's what they're talking about. So if you listen to the podcast, you'll be able to hear all the the ins and outs of that case, uh, uh, their opinions on it. And it was a lot of fun to watch that happen.
1: It was so fun. And then, um, and then we also saw Dr. Phil put on a talk and that was really good. It was called the psychology of evil. And it was kind of gory at parts. And it was just really interesting. And we saw Chris Hansen, you know, a lot of you might remember his show. It was on for quite a while. It was called To Catch a Predator, where they would have a decoy, you know, pose as a child online, and then go to meet this, you know, whoever the pervert is trying to prey on children, go meet them at a location that the predator thought was their house. And they thought they were going there to connect with some kid. When in reality, it was a decoy and Chris Hansen would always confront them in the house. So you might have seen that show. And it's really interesting. Chris Hansen gave a really good talk about um, true crime in the media and about his old show. But then he also mentioned that they're about to come out with a brand new show. And he asked us not to video it. Of course, we respected that. Um, But he showed a little clip from it, like a promo preview type trailer thing. And the next version of that same type of show as To Catch a Predator is going to be called Chris Hansen 2.0. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that. It looked even better than To Catch a Predator, which is a great show. Are you there?
0: I don't know if y'all can hear her. I can't
1: hear her, so I don't know what's going on with her. Oh, (laughs) can you hear me now? Yes, there you go. Oh my gosh, y'all, you know, we got a review saying that they think we shouldn't use our cell phones for our podcast and we don't. We we're, don't. Actually, <laughs> we're actually on Zoom on our laptops and every once in a while, Zoom will sort of act like cell phones that are acting up. So we apologize for the glitch. Go ahead, Renee, and finish your thought. I was just telling about the last thing I said um, was about Chris Hansen and his new show coming out. And I was pretty much done with that. If you had anything you want to add. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just knew I couldn't hear you anymore. I didn't want, didn't know what happened. Um,
0: yeah, that I really enjoyed that. He has such a good, um, the way he is with the people, he's just so like calm. And I think they kind of like, don't know, they're, they're thinking that like, they're fixing to get, you know, reamed and he just kind of goes, what were you thinking? <laughs> you know, he just, the way he does it, I really love it. It's really cool. The way he, you know, goes and talks to them, but, um, yeah, I really enjoyed Dr. Phil, I enjoyed Chris Hansen, um, and then of course Nancy Grace, the podcast that we got to see. It was kind of unfortunate, one of the things that me and blood talked about, I know you're going to, we talked about this several times, they had so many good people that were going to be there, and they had them all kind of at the same time, so there yeah, were so many out. people that were there that we didn't get to see, like Kelsey German, her and her aunt uh, were there, and we didn't get to see them because it was at the same time as a couple of the other things that we
1: did so maybe we'll get to do that next time, but, um, yeah, and I really wanted to see Kim Goldman too, but there was nothing, there was nothing that's going to keep me away from Nancy Grace's live podcast, so that was an easy decision, I will say easy decision, it was sad to miss a few other things, but you know what, that was the, that was the right thing to do, and I'm glad we did it, right, Um, right, and then we also got to meet, um, one of our, uh,
0: guest for our show Cheryl McCollum I'm sure if y'all listened to the episode where we had her on um it was such a good episode well we actually got to meet her in person and that was a lot of fun
1: she's an amazing guest and speaking of amazing and speaking of amazing guests we saw like I mentioned earlier we also saw Joseph Scott Morgan they were both on they were both on Nancy Grace that we had met them both and then we were surprised to see them walk in and be on Nancy Grace's Panel. I don't know why I was surprised because they're both on Nancy Grace's panel all the time. But you know how it is. Hi. I was just sitting there hoping they were going to be there, and boom! Yeah, and that was fun. We were on the second row center. We were able to see Nancy Grace is so sweet. You know, she's got that persona on her show where she cuts people off and kind of ridicules them a little bit. But yeah. you can tell she's a really sweet person. And and I just want to tell the audience this because you know we don't get to see this behind the scenes. But being there in the audience, this was really cool she would kind of, you know, bust on someone and go, oh, come on, you know, like she does. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then she would turn around and kind of wink at the audience. So she yes. she, she, knows and kind of smile at the audience. She knows she's messed with people and she knows that makes good TV. And you can tell she's a really good person. You know, when we stuck around a couple minutes afterwards, you could see how kind she was when she was signing those books and how sweet she is to people. Oh, yeah. So that's all just a persona. And She was I running mean, late and she was still doing it. I know she's so cute and she's so small and she was just sitting there on the edge of the stage, very down home, very sweet. And, you know, it really made me think of my mom and not to turn this conversation into a downer, but my mom passed away unexpectedly, exactly four months to the day that we left for crime con and the first day of crime con. And so, and she was a big Nancy Grace fan. So I was just thinking, this is so cool that we got to go see Nancy yeah. Grace it made me think of her. And, um, you know, it was just a really good trip. But we needed that. We needed to get out of town. That felt good.
0: We, did. we really did. It was good to get to get to work together. One, you know, face to face instead of being you know over the phone and stuff. Um, right. Of course, it it didn't seem it didn't seem weird because we've talked on the phone for so long and we've known so much about each other. I think we felt you know comfortable you know just like normal. But yeah. um, we were we were
1: going from one thing to the other, and it was just it was crazy. Right. It was super fun. Okay, so then, okay, so we just had a blast at CrimeCon. Um we gave out True Crime Broad's masks to people. Oh, yeah. We're going to uh more than likely it looks like we're going to True Crime po- uh what am I saying? CrimeCon 2022 and next year it's going to be in Las Vegas. So that's a little bit bigger trip for us than Austin is because Austin, we just zipped down 35, but this is going to be probably some planes involved and stuff. So we're going to go to, um, crime con Las Vegas, and we're planning to be on podcast row. We really didn't know about that in time to act on it this year. So we will have a table in podcast row and we can't wait to meet people. It's going to be great. So we're kind of working our way up to doing it the right way here. So, yeah. Um, and here's something else cool that happened so renee and i like we said earlier don't get to see each other very often hardly at all so we took advantage of the situation we left CrimeCon a little bit early today there was a couple things we wouldn't have minded seeing today but we made the executive decision to leave and go ahead and get on the road and get back to midlothian so that we could go and do some investigating together at the church and as luck would have it, we managed to get ourselves in sales and gear, get checked out of our hotel, get in the car, grab some breakfast on the way. And we managed to get to the church right before church let out. So we were able to kind of sneak in a little less conspicuously. I mean, I don't, I mean, they don't let just people wander in. So we were able to go in, you know, while there was people milling around and it made it so much easier. And it was so fantastic. Right. Yeah, I it I've never set foot inside that church, so that was really fun. At the very Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I've been well, there several
0: times, but I've never been inside.
1: Oh, wow. So what we did when we first got there is we, you know, church hadn't let out yet, so we were feeling a little uneasy about going in with just, you know, a couple of staff members standing in the hallway. I, I just knew that would... Be like, uh, can we help you? Because who comes five minutes before it's over, right?
0: right? Right,
1: So we decided to drive around the back and take a look. And then I realized I'd left my phone in the car. What a bonehead. Oh, I, I take it back. We, we walked around and then I realized I left my phone. We went back to Renee's car, then back to the back of the church. And the purpose for going to the back of the church was we really wanted to get a good view of where the perpetrator apparently went in. And it's on the opposite side of the church from where Missy would come in, which makes sense. And it's also secluded. It's the farthest point away from, you know, 287 or any point. It's probably the point you'd want to be to be least detected. Right. And we took a film of it. We filmed it. So if you would like to go to True Crime Broad's YouTube channel you can see that we uploaded those videos. I made three very short videos. The first one is just basically showing you where, you know, the back of the building, where this entrance is and what it looks like. And then the second video is Renee and I walking up the steps, just like the perpetrator did to get into the church and showing you what the glass door looked like. And the third video was us speculating on where the perp must depart because that too was pretty well hidden, you know, the car. And, and since the perpetrator didn't look drenched with water, we're pretty sure they just pulled their car up as close as they could and jumped out is what it looks right. like. To us. So, um, so those are what the new videos are on YouTube. We don't really use YouTube a lot. We mentioned that on the last podcast, but we're trying to, you know, make some future plans for YouTube. And this is kind of a little, a little step in that direction. Um, so yeah that was fun going to the church um and by fun i mean it made us feel like we were getting closer to missy closer to the case by actually being in that building and understanding. yeah and
0: getting to see it firsthand is it was interesting because like there's a couple parts you know and we talk about this part all the time where the the purpose they walk out of this one door and then they walk over to a door that's closed and they take out a crowbar and you know kind of acting like they're trying to break in I say acting because obviously if they wanted to I think they could have got in but anyway um we were we were standing right there by where that was which is actually by the um the awning door where Missy would have came in at and that area is so much smaller than it looks on camera it's weird it makes it look more makes it look wider to me not that it really matters but it's just interesting what a short um area that is when the perp walks across it looks like it's a don't you think so it looks kind of like a bigger area it looks much smaller in person
1: i know i told you this at the time and i'm serious that area is so much smaller than i was expecting it's so much so much more compact um it is and maybe fun i just realized was the wrong choice of words talking about the murder scene i don't mean fun i just meant it really made renee and i feel good Renee and me feel good to be there, to be a little bit closer to the case, and in our minds, hopefully closer to maybe finding out some information that might help, you know? Right. So um, it was just really good to be there. It felt really good to finally see it and to see how small the area was, because, you know, all those reports, uh, well, the CSI report, um, and all the talking about, you know, Missy was seen in that you know we had heard from witnesses that she was seen through the main doors and we were just thinking wow how did they travel that far how did missing the Perp travel that far it's not far at all it is really close to it's the not, it really
0: is like the dis- in my mind the distance between the part where she walks through the door literally the even the second door and got in the in the church to the point to where she was found or we understand where she was found. It just seemed like a really long distance, but it's really not. I mean, it's just, it's like you're there. It's weird.
1: Yeah. And the sanctuary, the they call it the worship center. It's right there too. Yeah. I mean, it's just a smaller, much smaller area. Uh, people who are local to Dallas-Fort Worth might have heard of Prestonwood Baptist Church. It's a huge church in Plano and that's where I go and I wasn't expecting it to be that big but that might have skewed my expectations by going to a church like that plus there's one in Frisco that we've been to and my kids have done some activities there with friends it's called Stonebriar Community Church and I was thinking that was more the same size as Creekside but Creekside is much smaller than that this is a very small building Um, yeah it really is And, and that room 10, you know, where the perp comes out, you know, my husband and I at the very beginning, we thought, oh, that must be a stairwell because you know how that when the perp comes out of room 10, that room 10 has two doors, by the way, on each side. It is a worship center for the youth to use. So that's where they have their services while quote unquote, big church is going on. That's what we always called it growing up. Did you call it that Renee big church? Yes. Yes. Okay. So it's separate from big church. They have their own. And um, so anyway, that part of the video where the perpetrator walks out of that door and you can see the headlight on their head, you know, that Mm -hmm. that flashlight thing on their forehead on the the helmet. Well, as they open that door at the very top of the door, you see an arm hinge. And that's normally something you would see like in a stairwell because those doors are a little bit heavier, I guess. But what it is in reality that ended up being, of course, it's a one story building. So I was way off thinking it had stairs at the beginning, but it was room 10 being a larger room. I guess they had, they put those heavy duty doors on it because the doors are going to be opening and closing more with people coming and going as, you know, it's like a small version of a worship center. So it was just really interesting to get perspective on the size of this place that's what I meant by fun just sort of being able to say okay I understand this space better and I understand now what Missy was doing and where the perp was and it's not crazy at all you know people talk about wow well the perpetrator was on the other side of the building and and when when Missy walked in it would just take a minute to get to where she was from any point of that building it is not that large Um, so it just, yeah, like, like we were saying that our perspective is different now. And um, I had an opportunity to ask a gentleman that was working the doors, you know, he was, I don't know if he's actually an employee of the church, or if he's more like a deacon type or something, a volunteer, I really don't know, but a super sweet man greeted us and was sort of holding the door open for us. And he seemed to really know the place and know what he was doing. And he seemed to be representing the church either as an employer or a volunteer. And, and I asked him real quick, I said, what about this door? Cause you know, um, Renee and I have always been so confused about how, um, the perpetrator, uh, got in to get Missy. You know, we know the perpetrator broke in the back, but Missy walks in and then the person who was supposed to be there early couldn't get in. And then later some person was able to get in after she was killed. So it's always kind of bothered us. What was preventing, you know, Smalley from figuring out how to open the door. But the lady who came later, she goes, oh, no big deal. She opens it. So we've never really gotten that question answered. But um, I asked this gentleman, I said, what is going on with this thumb turn out here? I said, I said, if this door was locked from the inside, is there some mechanism that could make that open the door if you just flip it? He said, oh, no, no, that's just an extra lock. And he said, I said, oh, really, an extra lock? And he said, yes, what it does, you have to turn that while you use the key to get in. I said, oh, okay, so it's simultaneous with the key. So we just kind of wanted to go back over that and see if we could get any new information on that. And we really, um, you know, I would say we probably are still a little bit confused about that, but that's okay. That's why we ask questions. That's why we keep investigating. And so we moved on quickly from that and walked around the building and um, it was just really, really good. To get a feel for that space,
0: yeah, it really was. it um, It makes it it makes a difference when you're seeing it firsthand. Um, it, it just uh, oh, I, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I, I was just gonna say we need to tell about our experiment. Um, yeah, that's what I was just fixing to say. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, you tell it because it's your experiment. Go ahead. Mm. Okay, so we went to
0: the um, the um, divide. What is that door called? The split um, door, the split that,
1: door. Well, it's called a Dutch door, I think, yeah. Yeah,
0: okay, so there's a, a, a childcare area, and they have, like, the Dutch or the split door, and, uh, like, the it, it's where the perp opens the bottom, I guess, the, they go to open the door and the bottom opens, and they kind of throw their head back, like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, whatever. Anyway, um, so we were thinking, we wanted to see, like, where I would come to on the glass, and... Now, what, what did you see when you were looking at me standing by that glass uh, window? D- was, was, my, was I, my height, how far up did I come on that window? Um, you know, did
1: you see? looked, you looked so tall and I know you're only, know. Five, <laughs> you're only five, two and a half. You tell me. Yes. But, and I believe that. Cause I'm a, am I a little taller than you? Maybe I think maybe? just a little bit. Yeah. Very slightly. Um, you, uh you look taller compared to that Dutch door than I expected. Yeah. However, however, I'm looking at the picture of you now, and I will say that your belly is pretty much even with the doorknob of the bottom part of the Dutch door. Whereas I think that the perp, when they open the door, now I'm gonna to have to watch the video again, even though I've seen it a million times. Now that I've got the perspective of you standing there, I think the perp, their belly was more in line with maybe farther up on the door, like the, you know what I mean? Like where the door splits, I think is where the perp's belly was. And your belly is down there more even with the doorknob. Yeah. Okay. So that does sort of represent you as five, two and a half and the perpetrator potentially five, or five, five almost maybe. Yeah hard to say because there's also people that are long-legged, short torso, long torso, short legs, so yeah, and I, I have long legs and short torso, so yeah, so I was going to say this isn't scientific, the perpetrator could have long torso, short legs, and they could be the same size, you know, we don't know, um, we don't have those answers, and gosh, I sure hope we make that clear that we don't have the answers, and also, um, you know, I also just want to respond to people that complain about our sound quality. And I I just want to make that clear that we do not have a budget. We are using our laptops and Zoom. And yes, I did buy a a subscription to Zoom, but that's about all the budget allows for. One of these days, we hope, we hope, we don't know, we hope we might get a sponsor of some kind. And then as soon as we can possibly afford it, Renee and I are going to rent studio space. We're going to have real microphones. We're going to have an editor. We're going to have people who know how to do all that stuff on, you know, we're going to hire it out. But right now, um, we do spend money on this podcast. We do invest in it, but we can't afford to rent studio space and buy equipment or have someone do it for us. We're just not at that point yet. We're just kind of getting by the way that we know how, so. I'm really
0: shocked at how people are just, I mean, they really give you a hard time and it's uh, like, we're not trying to be professionals. We're not trying to, uh, we're not claiming to be professionals. We're just doing the best we can. And our main goal has been, and I'm pretty sure most people know this, to keep Missy's case in the spotlight so that it doesn't get forgotten Not that we're, you know, I mean, I understand the police have control over that, but you see cases all the time that the police are like, well, you know, we don't know what happened and nobody's there to advocate for them. And that case just kind of gets forgotten. If you don't have anybody going, hey, don't forget, I mean, I'm not blaming the police by any means. I'm just saying that, you know, they can't figure it out. They just kind of move on. And if they have people that are, you know, pushing it, it really does help. So that's what we're trying to do.
1: We're just here to help inform people of the case as best we can, and we're here to make sure Missy's not forgotten, and that's really all we can promise you right now. We hope to have higher quality entertainment for you in the future, but right now, we are on our laptops on Zoom, (laughs) so that's where we're at. So um, anyway, we're just doing what we can. So... Anyway, I just thought we would address that because we've gotten comments lately where people seem really upset by our sound quality, and I don't know yeah. what causes that. It's it's Zoom, you know. I I can't. It's the best option I think we've got right now is Zoom. Yeah,
0: well, it's kind of strange because we'll get one that says it's This is just horrible, and then the next one will be this is the best podcast ever. So we. Oh you yeah, know, we're very
1: know. we're very fortunate that most people see through the technical glitches and the fact that we you know, don't do editing and stuff and they can, they can get past that and enjoy it. So let's hope that more people feel that way than the other. Right. And, um, so yeah, I'm trying to think of what else we we're going to say on this episode. We just had a ball at CrimeCon. We recommend anybody go that possibly can next year because this one was a ball. <laughs> yeah, it really was a lot of fun. It was. Hey, I was so disappointed though we kept trying to meet brett and alice from the prosecutors week yeah. <laughs> how many times you think we stalked their uh table? oh my gosh about five <laughs> at least oh gosh because
0: yeah. a lot of different a lot of the different floors had different you know things going on and you had to go up and down the escalators because the uh, the elevators were i guess you know really pretty packed and they're a lot slower so we would just kept going up and down the different ones to go visit different you know things venues and stuff but, um, yeah, we went by there many times and a lot of the podcasters tables were empty. So it was kind of strange.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we, oh, Hey, we did meet Lord and arts y'all. We did. He, he was, is so he, nice. He was just as nice, maybe even nicer than we thought he would be. So he's, uh, yep. he just seems like a cool laid back guy. And that's exactly what he was. Um, yeah, very was nice. he, who else did we meet? Um, I don't remember meeting anyone else. People were kind of there nervous. wasn't a
0: lot of people, like I said, there was not a lot of people at their tables out in podcast row, which is very strange. I know. I mean, and we, we expected, you know, them to obviously take breaks and stuff, but we just, a lot of them weren't there. They They just had stuff on their table and a
1: banner and that was it. I think I might have seen Alice from a distance at a different table, but I wasn't confident enough to walk up and ask her if that was her because it might not have been. Right. Um so we never saw Brett, but I know they had to have been there. We saw they'd left autographs on the table. They might have just done Friday night or Saturday morning and just forgot about it. Because by the we we went after lunch Saturday and spent the whole day into the evening. Um so it's possible we just missed them when they were peeking, you know, and they just decided right. to fail. We so, um
0: I seen Kelsey German. I think we both did a couple times. She was busy talking to people, but yeah, um, yeah, we did see her from a distance in the in the hotel lobby in different areas. So that was cool. Yeah. We just we wanted to say hi, but
1: it was just didn't happen. Yeah, I was. And it's too bad that Christine Manina couldn't be there at the last minute. She had something come up, but it was it was just so fantastic getting to visit with Cheryl face to face. Cheryl, yeah, McCollum. it really was. Yeah, yeah, Cheryl McCollum is just one of those. Was amazing podcast guest I went I went through and listened to every podcast I could find that she guested on one one day just because I was so entertained by her yeah she really is a good guest and she's a lot of fun to be around yeah so positive and so upbeat and fun all right well I guess that's all we had to cover today did you want to throw anything in there about Austin or oh hey we, we ate some really good food y'all we went to Kirby Lane twice two different locations I then, had never been there. Uh, Crystal was telling me about it. And I said, yeah, we could try it. It was a lot. Of, it was really
0: good food. I've never uh-huh. been there. So I'll definitely look forward to going back. And then I was, we were kind of wanting to get a burger or something. So we went to a place that Crystal found online called Hop, Hop Dottie. I keep wanting to call it Hop Daddy, but it's Hop Dotty yeah. Burger Bar. And that was a really good burger. So if y'all are ever in Austin area, there's a couple of them. So they actually have several of these. Try it because I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. It was
1: really good food. It was I really, really enjoyed. And it They had great service. Nice. atmosphere. They did. Yeah, I they really, really did. We had a really good experience in Austin. We
0: really did. And I, it, it, most people that know me know I'm not a fan of Austin, so. <laughs> yeah, we it's had just, a great
1: experience. We, did, yeah, we I, didn't. We didn't. We didn't hit Sixth Street, but Hopdoddy and several of the things we did were very, very close to Sixth Street. So we kind of, <laughs> right. we kind of were on the edge there of it. So. I'll and tell I hop dotty and all that that was really hopping around there was a lot of people there was a lot of people and we were really uh, we were really just around like a really quick walk to sixth street we just didn't actually get on sixth street
0: right um I just wanted to make a correction while ago when I was talking about that case it's Lori (coughs) Ballow. oh okay yeah I I said I don't know why the Tammy Daybell sticks in my head but that I think that's uh the guy she was with, that's his ex-wife. And I guess they killed her too or something. I don't know. I can't, I don't know the story. So don't, please don't, y'all don't give me a bad review. Cause I don't know it. I just wanted to mention it because that's what they were talking about on the podcast. Nancy Grace and everybody, they were talking about that case. And I, I mean, we're familiar, but obviously you can tell not enough to speak about it, but I just wanted yeah. to make that
1: correction. It was Lori Velo. I wonder if that episode that they just uh, recorded is going to air tomorrow, the next day. Probably will. Oh, we'll, no, no. we'll let you guys know when we see it. Yeah. We, Um,
0: we, we heard a lot of good stuff about it. So y'all can, we
1: won't spoil it for you. So y'all can listen to it. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. It was so good. All right. Well, it was really great talking to you guys. I hope that, um, hope that everyone had a great weekend and we will talk to y'all soon. Have a good one.